live from Zoom. It's the 2022 districts, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, 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 everyone. Hey, hey, dishes. And it is me, I, your favorite hostess with the mostest, Michael the Maverick. Waits for applause. Waits for applause. Okay, and now I'm going to introduce the rest of our Motley crew. Tony Ann, who are you wearing? Uh, something from Kohl's. I'm not even sure the designer, but it's very pretty. We'll we doing outfit checks. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell am I wearing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Give me one second. There's a joke to be made here, but I'm not going to make it. This is still dishes this year, folks. I'm going to take it easy on Granddaddy. Granddaddy. <laughs> Who are you wearing? Um, these some lounge pants, I guess. I don't know what who made them though. <laughs> I can't even oh, read this label. <laughs> this is the second annual one. Are yet? We, we didn't do this we, last time. Yes, we did. We actually did. We, we, we did. Because yes, we did. Because I beat you all's ass by wearing Ralph Lauren. I don't remember this. <laughs> Lord, that mental child. Ariette, <laughs> who are you wearing? I don't know. I'm wearing something. Uh, I think the brand, like I have a nightgown and some sweatpants and a like a nightrobe on. But damn, are you hot? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Oh my god! I, mean, I just spit my water out. <laughs> I'm in a country where it's fucking cold. So, and I'm sick. The second time in like just a month. So, Lord, this just... is a shit show. <laughs> Dylan. But I'm wearing some clothes. Dylan. Oh my God. Who are you wearing? I'm doing a high low mix this Sunday. I have on Ivy Park lounge pants and a Fruit of the Loom t shirt. Okay, so you, Dylan see, wins. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. And I, Michael the Maverick, I'm wearing my nice sheen lounge robe. It's very nice and velour. It's giving. But yes, let's get this show on the road, shall we? This is my favorite time of the year because this is the one show Tony gives me full, full creative control. So let the hilarity and chaos ensue, shall we? First, it's the up. random edition of the last <laughs> category. <laughs> First up, most improved actor or actress, Dylan St. James, who wins this dish for you? Okay, my um, most improved actor or actress is Raven Bowens. And let me be clear, because I know some of y'all are confused right now. She's always been good. And she hit the ground running as a recast for Chanel, and she basically won me over in her first few scenes. But as she's gotten more comfortable and gotten her feet under her and made the character more into her own image she has been consistently giving performances that elevate the material that they're giving her and she has risen to a level where honestly i feel like she's giving leading lady yeah now yeah whether whether they let her have her (laughs) that's a whole (laughs) other story that's the black erica kane right there she could be Ooh, My girl has already been ma- listen. She has already married a Kyriakis and a, a Gordon and Brady Prodigy. Okay, that I'm- is the Black Erica Kane. She is right also there. a Demera and a Dem- She's been collecting the Infinity Stones in Salem. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, she just needs to get locked. Never, don't let me be quiet. Don't say that. <laughs> she got she her has- Mona. 
That is the black Erica Kane right there. She has been devouring and leaving not a single crumb. Like Raven has gone from great recast to full on soap diva. And that's why she's my most improved. Like she is so like the that saying be so good they can't ignore you. That is my girl. She is so good you cannot ignore her. Yeah, make her start a line of perfumes that smells like her sweet treats. Oh my god! <laughs> that sounded dirty. It sounded so dirty, but I did not mean it that this, way. This current story, I didn't give a damn about, but she made me care. She's a banker, damn it! <laughs> You're a nut. That's what I'm saying. Like she's elevated the material, consistently elevated the material that they've given her because yeah. they have not really given her a lot to work with, but she always makes it seem like, like they have. Yeah. Yeah. Agree, 100%. Are you done? Okay. Oh, yeah. Tony. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I went with most improved actor this time, and my choice is Remington Hoffman as Lee Shin. And it's more of me realizing how good he actually is, because I thought his stiffness was because he was new to the genre and just needed some time to adjust. But after seeing some behind-the-scenes interviews with, with Remington and actually seeing what his actual personality is like and that it's complete 180 100% difference from how he presents Lee on screen. I realized yeah. that that's that's a deliberate choice he's making as an actor and that to me made me realize just how good of an actor he is and I was really impressed by him. Yeah, cuz Remington seems like a goofball completely. Yeah. <laughs> completely. And I didn't realize it till I saw all his uh Day of Days press this year and I was like, "Oh my god, he's not just stiff because he's new. He's stiff by choice. That's brilliant." <laughs> <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter by <laughs> it sounded like it. Oh, oh my god. I, 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 oh my god. <laughs> See, I wasn't going there. I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. terrible. <laughs> I hit. Most improved actor or actress, Jesus Christ. So I went with most improved actress, and I know I have been hard on her. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Yes, (laughs) and I know Dylan is gonna say, See what I've been saying, Ari. That's not where I thought it was going, but go ahead. I know where it's going. I think you know this one, but yeah, it's Jessica Serfati. She plays throw the sticks out of. Throw the sticks at her. <laughs> you drag that poor lady. What did I say? Yeah, you're right, Ariad. I'm about to have my moment. What did I tell you? <laughs> See, it wasn't even a month. No. I don't even think it was two weeks. <laughs> it was a month. It was a month. It was no, a month it wasn't. Then. It was it was less than a month because we it dragged you for not waiting. <laughs> no, but seriously though, she has she has really grown on me. And I know I was harsh, and I take that back. She is really channeling that vixen energy that I feel like the show has been missing for like the last few years. And I'm really enjoying Sloan. Now, granted, I think she can still improve more, but I'm I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. And yeah, I have to <laughs> I have to eat my own words <laughs> on this one. And Love but yeah, this she, this. <laughs> she's getting better and better each time like each time each episode so yeah this one goes to jessica safari granddaddy most improved actor actress 
Um, this person was never a bad actor or actress, but um, I'm gonna go with Lindsay Godfrey because Oh, Lord, yes. Lord knows I danced the jig when Kristen put her ass in that trunk last year. <laughs> so, <laughs> as Tony said, she became Betty Boop on steroids when they brought her back. Um, they toned it down so much and it reminded me how much I actually did enjoy Lindsay Godfrey as an actress. And she's not crying all the time, but she's not cartoonish. She's not over the top. She's not, she, she was playing it like Sarah was the evil queen and it was just weird. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't care for it, but I'm, I can watch Sarah again. And um, Lindsay's doing a great job. Sarah's not dumb. She knows Xander ain't shit. She's going to keep calling him out. I'm, enjoying her <laughs> and that's my most improved it wasn't her fault it was the i guess it was the writing or direction it was acting choices but um they they've she's redeemed herself for me this year well my most improved actress is jessica safety as sloan peterson it was a rough couple of weeks those first few weeks it was rough but I, unlike Ariette, gave her a little bit of a chance. <laughs> and when they told her that they killed her mom and her daddy drank himself to death, my good sister said, let me clock in to work. And she <laughs> has been eating ever since. Um, I would like for her to move, but also I would not like for her to move because her and Nicole have been giving me great... I just want them to slap the hell out of each other every time they in scenes together. And that's very nice for me. Oh, so that's, that's what inspired the category coming later. Yes. But no, they're not going to get my pick. But <laughs> but yes, her. She's very good. I would like to see more of her. I feel like we are in the coming months. We don't care about your mama dying, but I would like to see more of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, he's not wrong. We don't. He's, like, done. Done. he's not. Just like I don't care about regions on GH. But, um, <laughs> Raku, for, Raku for everybody oh. <laughs> who doesn't pay attention and doesn't speak fluent, Michael. The regions. <laughs> Best dress character, Dylan. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, he is. He told us he was going to be randomizing like a sim. So, randomizing like a. <laughs> Your best to follow along. Um, my best dressed character. This, this is gonna be a controversial choice, but I'm gonna stand in it. My best dressed character is Leo Stark. Now listen, oh, I don't. That's not controversial. You know, that's not controversial at all. I now, see it. now I admit that there were a couple of times where he was giving us Easter brunch realness on a Tuesday. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> But I actually, I love how over the top and perfectly suited for his character, his wardrobe is. That part. It's always fitted. It's always tailored. It's always something that makes him seem just a little bit out of place for Salem. And that goes so well with who he is. And I love that his wardrobe is as much a part of his characterization as Greg's performances are. Yeah. And like, also, can we just take a moment to acknowledge that my man walked down the aisle in an Alexander McQueen <laughs> and Come Big on. Mama's Sunday service hat? <laughs> so, like, have no choice but to give Leo his things. I'm sorry, the fashions are fashioning. 
for once because they don't do that often on this show. I think that's Greg's input. I'm being, I'm be real. I was literally going to ask, is it Greg's input? Because I would not be surprised. I'm not. I'm... We remember how the other gays dressed. Let's be real. <laughs> But I just I I love it. It's so just on brand, and I just I I love Leo's wardrobe. Yeah, Nicholas, best dressed. I I was gonna pick Lonnie because she is always dressed well. Um, her outfit in the prison jumpsuit at her outfit at Aiden Paulina's wedding was really good. Um, but Mm -hmm. I also agreed with Dylan. It was Leo. (laughs) Like. (laughs) He was, it fits his character so well. And I don't think the writers or actors really often take that into account. But your your wardrobe can display your personality on these shows. And if you just take a little bit of extra time to think about the character, you they will lead you to the right outfit. And Greg Rickard pulls it off as Leo Stark. So yeah, he's my best dress. And shout out to Lonnie Price. Come home! <laughs> because like let's be honest if you put will in leo's outfits we would all be like (laughs) don't do that but it's funny or or even even sunny couldn't pull it off like yeah it's maybe this version of sunny i I could see him experimenting shirts some of those shirts but not those suits no he's a little too conservative he wouldn't he wouldn't wear it yeah. Aria, best dress. My best dress is kind of obvious. This one goes to Lonnie Price Grant because she has always. She had some looks this year. Now that I'm looking back, I'll give y'all this one. But in the last few years, like her always, her looks have always been on point. Like, did you guys see the episode where TR was tormenting her? Like, and she was sitting with um, Theo. And yeah, she, I remember that. Yeah, look, she. Looked gorgeous while being in distress. That floor, floor top <laughs> and high waisted black jeans, like oh. <laughs> she's for me. She's probably the most consistently well dressed character on the show for over the past few years. Yes, like and she- I think it's just because they know Sal can wear some clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think she can pick them because they probably give her some shitty choices. <laughs> and she was she's like, "I'm gonna all- make it do what it do." <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's actually. I, I don't know if you guys work. remember. The- <laughs> Remember the video behind the scenes video during Day of Days, and Sal was like, "I always haven't have it in the back of my mind. What is what is going on in the episode? What is happening with Lonnie? What is the scene?" And like she actually thinks about what works for the character in this moment, what clicks like, and then she chooses the best outfit she out of the three they get to choose from. So she knows the character, and that is why she will always. Or not always, but this year as well, get the best dressed. Honorable mention to um, Chanel, Gabby, and also Leo, because I see the vision. <laughs> he's the best dressed male character on the show, to be honest. I just oh, yeah. want to see him and Brady going shopping for them suits because <laughs> they, <laughs> right? And, and maybe Leo can help Brady learn how to tailor his. <laughs> oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Shots fired. I Damn. saved my tomatoes just for Tony on this category. Tony, best dress. Because we never well, you, see eye to eye. Oh, you're going to agree with me on this one. So your tomatoes will have to be saved for another category. Because my best dress is Chanel Dupree. She is I the only one. 
She is the only one they dress young and manage to make look young. Like, and manage to make look cute while dressing young. Every other young female on the show, they either don't dress young and dress too old, or what they think is young isn't actually young, so it doesn't always work. But with... There's not been a bad thing that Chanel has worn. Like, I can't think of a single bad thing that she's worn. And most of her stuff is appropriate for the scene. That was another thing that they had difficulty with. And I know that, like, the I know the Gen Z girls are very into, like, club wear outside the club. But yeah, there were some choices that stop this. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Now, why am I in? always looks appropriate for the occasion and i appreciate that it's like even that the the green that she like the green turtleneck with the leather jacket that she wore and the skirt the other day when she was on either like last week or two weeks ago so good and that was the outfit i looked at her ass for most of the episode (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay and I, remember I mean, when, you weren't the only one, but that's not the point. I, I remember you didn't when, have to say it. I remember when she posted that outfit in her dressing room, and I could not wait to see it on camera. And then when we saw it on camera, it actually lived up to the expectation, because sometimes that doesn't always happen. It did. It absolutely <laughs> did. Anyway, anyways, so for my best dress, I, now last year, I really had to think carefully on this one because last year I gave my best dress award and y'all threw whatever household item y'all could find. <laughs> Wait, who did you give it to? I think he gave that it me. to Nicole. Sierra Alice. Uh, no, oh, I yeah. gave it to Sierra Alice. Yeah, oh, that's right, you gave it to... Probably with um, the exception of Tony, but we, yeah, we, we was like, nah, sir. <laughs> I had to think long and hard. I almost gave it to Nicole, but Nicole had some misses this year. Big ones. I almost gave it to Ugly Kate Roberts Brady. Dress. I almost gave it to Kate Roberts Brady, but um, I don't know what it was this year, but this year she has gone into like office little Kim wear. And oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I knew a dude named Roman used to rub up on me. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if my best dress award goes to Gabriella Hernandez. My good sister know how to pull okay. a look together. Even at home. Did y'all see that number she had on at Rafe's house? With It was this Cabernet Sauvignon color. With the sweater with number. the jeans? With the um ribbon that goes yeah. over her um shoulders. Beautiful. What a look. What a look. And even her office wear was given. Um, she gets my best dress this year. Worst dress to award. This should be easy. This should be easy. Nicholas, worst dress. Nancy Wesley. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and they they did her so wrong, and it was on purpose, and that's what pissed me off. That's the only reason I remember it. I'm like, y'all don't have to dress her like this. I've seen <laughs> Patrika Darbo and other shit. This is terrible, and you're doing it on purpose purpose to fit this story you assholes but nancy looked a mess most of the time even her makeover was ridiculous i didn't care for none of it um, he ain't lying. it was that fucking <laughs> die job that pissed me off the wig that, that wig was it wasn't, wig. It wasn't a wig it wasn't a wig they spray painted her head they spray painted that no way. Yeah. she should Mm-mm. sue them i'm sorry <laughs> They'll get your ass beat down. Beat, they need to ask for that. Why would you do that and put her on TV? 
assholes talking about calling it a makeover. Y'all some bitches. But it was Nancy <laughs> Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me get my tomatoes back out. Tony Ann, worst dressed. Uh-oh. I'm co-signing with Nick. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it's Nancy Wesley. They deliberately made her look old and matronly for the sake of the story, and it was ugly. Literally and figuratively. Down. Yes, I did. I wrote all my <laughs> shit. You know that. Not you writing your reads. <laughs> we, we like a prepared queen. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Tony, I've all, Tony I've only said my memory is not like it used to be. <laughs> Is, but I get I so excited. To write I, my reads. No, I, I'll remember what I want to say, but I get so excited, I get tongue tied. So I need it written down so I say everything correctly and precisely. Those are the best moments for me. Same. I do the same thing. <laughs> I, I just started Most writing. of my iconic moments on this podcast have been off the brain. <laughs> Mine too, but for this, I wanted to make sure I was succinct, which is not always my best event. <laughs> Ariette, work dressed. Do you struggle last? Or do you have one? I have more than one. If we can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she said everybody can get it. Pretty much. I got it this year. I, I had to narrow it hair. down, but Kate, Nicole, Chloe, and Marlena, step on down because you get the best <laughs> worst dress award. <laughs> you get a worst dress award, and you get a worst dress award. You get a worst. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. Nicole is starting to look good again. So I'll give her that. Like the outfit she wore during the funeral memorial. That was cute. Like I'm I, we're feeling each other, but what has she been wearing the entire year? Mm-mm. They did not dress her well. And Chloe, some of the dresses, no, no, no. Oh no, they've been doing her dirty this year. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. And Marlena. Enough saying that. <laughs> and Kate, don't I'm get me sorry. This year. It's been a mess for me most of the time. Sorry, Michael. I guess you will throw those tomatoes at me. But you're not giving wrong options, so I'm sparing you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, it's been a big mess this year, but these ones were the worst ones for me this year. I have... Well, no, it's Dylan's turn. I'm sorry. (gasps) (laughs) Look at those terrible fashions. I know that's the right paper. I know that's right. Oh, that was Cartier. (laughs) So let me tell y'all about these. Okay. I taught my baby where she knows the terrible. Right. Listen, I know that I said that Leah walked down the aisle in Big Mama's Sunday service hat, but if we're talking worse dressed and talking about church, Isabella Brady's wardrobe is a whole mm-hmm. sin. It is a whole sin. And like, here's the thing. If she were giving like opulent church mother realness, I, I, I wouldn't say anything. I, I would not say a word. But she is serving us Usher board alternate. (laughs) (laughs) She's not wrong. I watched that show. She's not wrong. It 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 is it is Mother Camden on down, and I'm just (laughs) in in her menopause era. I I just I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it anymore. And it's, I, I, I mean, can we judge our good sis up for the ball a little bit? And I'm not saying that she has to give me sex siren, but right now it's giving 
school mom from 1899 and it's just not working it's just not working it's not working it's not working you would think sean douglas and ran for office the way she dressed <laughs> and got a scandal because... <laughs> okay see i thought it but wasn't gonna say it thank you dylan <laughs> it's like it's just i can't i can't i can't and Martha is a whole smoke show, so I just don't understand. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. Is it because they can't dress her body? What is it? Like I get that the character is supposed to be on the conservative side, and that's fine. But which is hilarious considering her conception. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> put a little slit in her dress. Something. Something. It's not giving. It's not giving. It's not giving what it's supposed to have gave. Well, it's giving something. It's giving Sunday school. <laughs> she sells Bibles. I was going to say leader of the church bake sale. Honestly. It just makes you but, sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's not wrong. It's depressing to tell. It's sad to watch. Okay, so my worst dress award. I have a tie for my worst dress. And my first one goes to Abigail Devereaux. Um, when you die and go to heaven and you come back and your looks still aren't given, you have nothing to give. It was never there. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Pack it up. When you came back in Alice's night ground from heaven, it, oh I knew there was nothing I could do for you at that point. Just... <sighs> do I have to give y'all the lesson in prayer addresses again? Yes, prayer dresses are in style. That is just, that's what everybody's wearing now. But when you have plain features, it does not look like a chic prayer dress. It looks like you're going to church on Sunday. Stop that. And my second one goes to Paulina Price. Y'all aren't going to jump me. You're not I'm waiting wrong. for the the rational explanation. <laughs> Burn them fucking wrap dresses. No, please don't. And I'm gonna tell you why. I knew that's where you were going, but I'm gonna tell you why. Um, this genre, and I'm not even gonna st- just stick to days. I'm going to say this genre as a whole has a problem dressing women who are not like America's next top model thin. Like if you have any kind of swerves and curves, it becomes an issue. Just look at Maxie. Yeah, I was just about to say. And unless you want Paulina dressed like Epiphany, <laughs> let her keep her wrap dresses. Uh, I'm just... I, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You feel me, but you don't. <laughs> like, I'm... Like, I understand get it. I would, why. Like, yeah, like, I would love some variety in her wardrobe. But, A nice little suit. But we know... We we know where that road leads in this genre. <laughs> so, well, those are my worst dress. Best male character, Arya. Best male character for me, Eli Grant. Where do I even begin? Like he's all around. Like he's a great character. Like, like, let's take the TR story, for example. He was not going to let anyone mess with, like, he's, he was not going to let Lonnie's father mess with her life. And he did everything he could to stop it. And 
unfortunately. Including so catching a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> but like the the way he loves Lonnie, just how he is as a character, the way he loves his family, his kids. Like this is the definition of a great soap character. I love him. And he's also very charming, very funny. So yeah, of course he gets my best character, best male character, because he's all around great. I wish they did they did more, but it is what it is. And that's my <laughs> pick for this mm-hmm. topic. Tony, best male character. John you can't say Ben this year. <laughs> I didn't say Ben last year. I said Eli and you dragged me. Why? Because <laughs> he was on some hater shit every time we said something nice about Eli or Lonnie. Mm-hmm. See how things can change? <laughs> well, they're gone now, so it don't matter. <laughs> Oh See God. that that wasn't my fault. I didn't know that my wish is come a year late. So you're to blame. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> well, I'll take some. That brings me a little joy. But <laughs> Tony, best male character. My best male character is John Black. He spent the year fighting demons, kicking ass, and being a great dad and grandfather. We didn't get to see a lot of him this year because it's been kind of his lowest year in terms of airtime, but. Every time we saw John, he was doing something that was just reminded me why I loved him. He didn't make a single misstep all year. And not a lot of characters on the show can say that this year. So for that, he gets my best male character award. Nicholas, best male character. Um... He ain't shit, but he is fun to watch. Elvis (laughs) DeMera. He's he's just fun to watch. Dan has done a great job with the role. The way they write EJ and the way he plays EJ is so layered. It's so multi-layered. He's just he's chaotic. He's selfish. He's disrespectful. He's just but but he he loves his mom. He loves his son to an to an extent, but even though he knows he's stupid as hell. But he's just and when you cross him. He gonna cross back, and it may not end well. But EJ is just interesting and compelling, and it's it's fun. Like you don't, he keeps you on your toes no matter what's going on. You don't know how he's gonna react. So EJ is my best male character. Good choice, Dylan. Best male character. Yeah, we're going two for two because um, EJ was mine as well. And like, yeah. let me clarify by saying that like best for me is not necessarily favorite. Yeah, I get it. Because yeah, Elvis is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I am consistently entertained by him. Yeah, and everything that he does makes sense for the character that he is, and like. The way that Dan can flip him back and forth between being vicious and being vulnerable and like being wrong as hell and being (laughs) completely in the right and all of the different dynamics in his interactions with other characters that show different sides to EJ. He's just got a lot of layers and complexity and Dan plays them brilliantly. And so even when I am rooting against him, because again, Elvis is a problem. He's still very compelling and interesting to watch. He always holds my attention. Yeah. And I don't think you can really ask for a lot more than that from a 
a, a character. You don't necessarily have to be a fan, but if they're compelling and they're entertaining, mm -hmm. that on a consistent basis, like that, that goes a long way. That goes a long way. Good choice. Well, my best male character, it looks like we have a three-peat, EJ Damara. Um, this is the only time you'll ever hear me praising anything called Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> but just like that, Elvis, this Elvis is morally corrupt as well. <laughs> um, this is a shock to me mainly because when they announced EJ's return, Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows I was yelling. He was supposed to be dead. He was supposed to be dead. He was beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, you were you not calling his. that man beef jerky will never <laughs> not send me. I don't know what happened, but my God, I have become a fan of EJ DeMayer as long as he's away from Sammy. Um, he has yeah. become Nicole's good Judy. Um, <laughs> not a good Judy. What they are at this point. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm just enjoying him so much. Seeing Dan has really brought a vulnerability to this role that I had never imagined for this character. And yeah. it's very refreshing. I would like to see more of EJ Demer God. Five years ago, so I probably would have slapped me. But I would <laughs> like to see more EJ Demera. <laughs> Best female character. Let me go ahead and put my Kevlar vest on. <laughs> Lord. Best female character, Tony. Even though she died halfway through the year, Abigail Devereaux Demera was a mood in 2022. I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> I'll give you that one. She quit so crying and started smacking bitches, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay, she let's go. Over and she became a woman. Her, her fuck any and all things Gwen mode, particularly, is what, what had is what had me rooting for her. Like, like I said, she died six months into the year, but she was still a mood for 2022, and she is my best female character because of it. Abigail would have beat Sister Girl over Alice's Bannister. Being in her grandmama house, um, <laughs> best female character, Nick. Um, I'm going with my fave, Lonnie Price Grant, and it. it's solely because she showed growth mm -hmm. and self awareness when she fucked up. Because Lonnie didn't always used to do that. She <laughs> she would think she would do the worst shit and be like, it's fine. <laughs> Like, ma'am, it's not fine. You're doing illegal shit. I did. I hated the choice of her killing Tr, mm. but the way she reacted to it, she immediately realized, "Oh shit, I fucked up." And Lonnie wasn't known for doing that, and she wanted to come forward. Her mama and her husband said no, but she always wanted to do that. And sitting on that secret was literally eating her up. So. Mm. Stop. Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed seeing that and seeing Sal portray that. Um, so she was my best female character for the year because she showed a lot of character growth. And we don't get that often. We don't. Dylan, best female character. Well, I'm not even going to hold y'all. 
Um, <laughs> it was nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like when it came to female characters this year, the writing that the vast majority of women have gotten on this show stepped the cookies up all the way. The cookies, are, it, it's still dough. It's dough. It, they they oh. are not even oh. It's dough. <laughs> like, come on. Lord, they sit in a sweet bitch freezer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it was rough. It was, it, like, it, it was rough. So this was hard for me, but also kind of easy. Because the one female character that got a decent amount of story rocked every bit of it and was just generally that girl was Dr. Marlena Evans. Come on. Yeah. I mean, she gave us the quintessential soap heroine in everything that she did. And Deidre looked like she had a complete and total blast doing it. So when you look at the givens, it's hard not to pick her. Like... (laughs) She came, she served, she conquered, she did all that. <laughs> the icon, the legend, the mother, the Queen. mother of all mothers. She's the soap lady. <laughs> she did that. She is soap, okay? Ariette, best female character. I have two, and they're totally opposites of each other. Uh, one is chaotic on her best day, and one is just... <laughs> One is just uh, batshit crazy, but Lonnie Price Grant and Ava Vitale. Oh no! I <laughs> okay, so I won't get shot for mine. I hope. I hope. So with Lonnie, like you, you enjoy, like I, like Nick said, she has had a lot of growth this year. I think she's had a, a lot of growth the past two years. Yeah. Um, if we're gonna go back back a bit, but I also enjoy the complexity the character has. Like, she's fun to watch when she messes up, but she's also f- she's just a endearing character to watch, and you just you just love her. She's you can understand usually when she messes up or there's something like semi chaotic. You can understand where she's coming from. Semi. <laughs> I mean, she's dropping bodies and releasing prisons, ma'am. That's not semi Right. <laughs> but you can always understand where her, like her heart. Semi, a whole terrorist. <laughs> like she, you, you get where she's coming from. So she. No, always- we don't. Almost I can, always. I can, why she, I can get why she arrived at those decisions. I don't agree with him. Yes. But yeah, like, not, like, Nick and not, I, huh? not this time. Yeah. Maybe not this trying to defraud these people. You got caught. You kidnapped someone. <laughs> you killed them. And now you mad because you're talking why? about you getting fra- defrauded wait, somebody. Wait, yeah. we're still on Lonnie, weren't we? We're still on Lonnie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Ava. No, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I was, I like, was so confused. Like, why is Lonnie in it? <laughs> no, but Ava, my bad. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Lonnie's just chaotic. She's not crazy. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah, like she's just fun to watch. And I want her back. Free Lonnie Price Grant. Please and thank you. Anybody else walking around? Yeah, right. right? That part. We'll get there. And Eva Vitale, where do I even begin? <laughs> he is he 
has lost her damn mind. But <laughs> she is entertaining as fuck. She's giving me that villain crazy. Oh, I don't want her to leave either. Fuck. I lose my girls. No, no, no. This is not fair. But anyway. Well, her exit has yet to be confirmed. So we don't I mean, know that it's happening. But Ava is just giving, like, like I said, with Sloan, she's giving that vixen energy. Tamara is channeling all of that villainy energy into Ava. And it. <laughs> yeah, I, the first half was a bit eh. I think we started with the whole bear thing and setting up Wraith. I think that was this year. But we're getting into some crazier, more menacing things this year. Like, I, I would say last four months of this year, those are my two girls. And I just, I love them. They have. And this was a hard topic because, like Dylan said, the writing for the women on the show has not been has not been good. Do better. My best female character. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. You say you got on the vest, so you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm curious. It's Belle Black Brady. Um. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, choices. I'm made. I'm waiting for the explanation. <laughs> Belle, I love Belle. Belle is my sweet girl. That's my lameless baby. But Belle has always had a thing of hers to where she bores the hell out of me. But this year, Belle was thinking about her pussy. And <laughs> you relate? <laughs> <laughs> she reminded me of another queen of mine over there in Los Angeles. Oh, Lord. And I enjoyed that. And I don't know. I just have a thing about falling in love with the girls who are clowns for their men. My fave just realized that she wasted 30 years chasing after a man who loves someone else along with her. So I, I have a thing for that. I don't know. Maybe I'm a clown myself. I'll put on my shoes for this one. Male Black Brady. <laughs> well, that wasn't as terrible as I was expecting. She she did the thing this year. But you know you have some juice when you cheat on your husband and you go back. And all he says is, well, we're tripping, you know, we make up and make love. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's go. Uh, Don't bring me into this. That's, a, that, that's my kind of woman right there. And that is why she got my best female character. When you can cheat and skate away with it, energy. But, um, hi. <laughs> the Thomas and Charlotte DeMera Award for Biggest Waste of Space. <laughs> Ariette. So, once again, multiple characters. Um, and for me, the top three would have to be <clears throat> Gwen, Xander, and Sarah. Not the, the whole, whole story. story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the whole story. Just send them all away. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm just tired. I don't have a lot to say. I'm just over all three of them. And that's about it. Like, ugh. I've tried. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. Send them all packing. And that's my biggest waste of space. Right. Um, Tony, <laughs> the Thomas right, well, Charlotte the Barrow Award for biggest waste of space. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Ray Hernandez, he was ineffectual at work and at life in this year, and I am tired. Oh, my God. <laughs> he pulled that, that cue card quick. Yes, yeah. I did. 
Nicholas. The Thomas and Charlotte DeMero Award for Biggest Waste of Space. Y'all probably gonna hate me for this, but I don't care. Henry Horton, why? Why <laughs> do you exist? You are don't exactly die. you are the most inconsequential soap child. He wasn't even on. He didn't take up any space. That's the problem. I he, think no, that's the point. He, he showed up when they was convenient for them for him to prop a man because he was not present when Ali and Chanel were building a life together. Damn Hank, he shouldn't have been born. (laughs) (laughs) He is pointless. You are pointless. So we're uh, calling him Hank now? No. Mm -mm. Uh, Michael is. I don't know about anybody else. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Henry Lucas Horton is a disgrace to Horton children everywhere because he has caused <laughs> no drama. He is just somewhere in a room, and then whenever there's a dude they want to prop, they bring him out. But we don't see him with his mama. We don't see him with his semi-stepmama. We don't see him with nobody that matters. Oh, Henry Horton should have put his ass up for adoption. We should not <gasps> see him. <laughs> I mean... I, he's I, not wrong. No, they no, put Ali. They put no, Ali through wrong. all of that mess. They put Ali through all. They made Ali keep a ring. And no, hell, Nicole and Eric could have adopted him, and that would have been a better story. Than I'll us give you that just, one. I'll give than you us that. just being stuck but, with the fact that he Michael. Exists. Why? Why are you dragging him when you keep keep calling him Hennessy? <laughs> I don't like the name, but um, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I so are not saying- want to do. Are you using waste of space in the sense that if he exists, give him story? Otherwise, why am I here? Yes. Give him story with characters that make sense. Make him make him matter. He ain't gotta be driving story, but make him a make him exist. Make him matter in this. Okay, that's not that's not an excuse. Will drove story since his conception. Will General Hospital been about Michael Corinto since he was Robin Scorpio has been raised in hell unintentionally since she came on set. When I when I said give baby stories, you guys drag me. No, not give them stories, make them matter in the story. True. Okay, that's like we're, we have Henry, but why? Like, why? What is he here for? Nick, you're gonna have to meet me on the grass for this. Okay, we can find Listen, we, we gonna have to say <laughs> about this. I'm, I'm standing, about I'm standing. Ten toes down. Okay, on listen. It. I'm sorry for the for the man who constantly drags Chad uh, Chad's children for existing. He doesn't get to those speak on this. Those are children. Those are bastards. <laughs> and what is Henry? The I rest children. my case. The children you are un- slandering and unwanted and unwanted bastards. At the very least, Ab- Abby and Chad wanted their kids. Allie ain't want none of that baby. She popped him out and left. Enough when you slam the middle of vanilla. <laughs> Who is that? Baby project, project baby. over there in Genoa City. The children. You and useless ass babies are a thing, huh? The children. <laughs> Please stop talking about the children. I he mean, will I, when you will. When the children matter, I will stop. Until oh. he matters, the hell with him. The <laughs> <laughs> hell with him. Oh my God. God will get you for that, Nicholas. The children. Who, who's next? I'm, I'm distraught. God knows my heart. <laughs> Dylan. Uh, oh, the children. <laughs> My biggest waste of space. I'm going to keep this real short and, and real, real. Um, when it comes to Gwen Bounce Check, I am Lorraine and what's love got to do with it? What's she what? here for, Ron? <laughs> Why her? What's she here for? <laughs> Why her? <laughs> I love Emily Down, but this character is just a waste because every bit of 
conflict and relationship complexity and just everything that should surround her is just non-existent and she's just pathetic and it's like I don't even have they have gotten me to the point with Gwen where I cannot even drag up enough energy to hate her that's why I'm not with her it's just like oh she she's still here (laughs) don't worry I hate her enough for everybody (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's just what is she, it's such a waste it's a waste of my time and it's a waste of emily's talent i'm just and while we're here <laughs> i had a theory about this i don't think days i think days knows that we don't like her because it, i just find it mighty funny that she took a vacation right around the time of day of days it seems like they was preventing people for throwing soup cans out so they only had two weeks notice that day of days was even going to be a thing on that date and her vacation plans were planned months in advance. So it's not, it's not as intentional as I you think said, it is. All I said was alleged. That's just a theory, allegedly. But I think they were shielding her from the soup cans. That's just me though. Continue, Della. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's it. Like, what's she here for, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my Thomas and Charlotte DeMera Award for Biggest Waste of Space. I have a tie. Thomas and Sh- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you better be kidding. I'm kidding. Thomas don't put in work this year. He we, did. We got to leave a baby. We got to let that one slide. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my tie is Sean Douglas Brady and Ray Fernandez. As a man who watched soaps, I don't like seeing men down bad. That doesn't sit well with me. It it discerns my spirit. It it burns my biscuits, y'all. Stand up. You knew them ladies wanted them other men. Stand up. <laughs> Y'all gonna get him for Sean Brady or should I? I'll take care of it. Don't worry. It's coming. No, 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 no. Stand <laughs> up. Stand up. We're doing I mean... no, we're doing this on this land. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to Sean, he's not wrong. <laughs> like, I just, he, I don't like when men don't act like they're not the prize. That don't sit well with me. And that is why they stand What up. kind of a prize is Ray Fernandez? Please that's tell why, me. That's why I specified he's not wrong about Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not act like, okay, we don't fool with Rafe and Rafe is a terrible police officer but let's not act like he don't he ain't a catch he got his own house he take care of his niece he's such a catch yet none of the women he chooses to be with opt to actually stay I with him long term I didn't say he was a I didn't say that <laughs> based on the economy he's a catch <laughs> okay, okay let's be let's be very honest when it comes to Rafe Rafe is not a bad guy let's no, let's be not. very very clear the problem with Rafe is that he's always falling for women whose great love is someone else. That part. Yeah. That's Not what it is. That, he's a little sanctimonious. A little. <laughs> I was being nice. I'm trying I'm to not. help him. I'm trying to help him. <laughs> I want him to stay. Because he, he got a nice job with government benefits. He get paid <laughs> on the 1st and the 15th. <laughs> so you know he got good insurance too, right? Check. Um, he has his own house, so you know his credit good. Check, check. Um, <laughs> he's good with kids. You see, he take care of the kids on. So if you got your own kids, you got a stepdad. Check, check, check. <laughs> he's a catch. Oh, God. 
when you when you write it all down. Yeah, on paper he's a catch. He definitely yeah, is. he's not Rafe is not a bad guy. He's just never linked with the right woman. Then he used to be a spy, so you know he can fight. Check, check, check. <laughs> uh, he can cook. Check. I mean, he's a catch. Rafe's problem is Rafe is a catch, but he does not carry himself as if he's a catch. He carries himself as a hand me down, and I don't like that. Stand that's because he's always dirty macking on somebody. Like yep. if we're gonna yep. <laughs> yep. like let, let me start. See, I said this is Tony <laughs> dragged me forward. <laughs> Rafe gets in where he fits in. And when he sees the marriage is in trouble, that's when, well, girl, you know you can do better than that, right? I got my own house. I cook brunch on Saturdays. I got a good <laughs> government job. That man ain't never there for you. And we, in the words of Lanethia uh, Leaks, you can't win by playing dirty. You can't win by playing dirty. And that's exactly why Rafe always loses. Mm. Are we moving on? Yes. Yeah, we're moving yeah. on. Okay. Most in need of a story. Mm, eeny, meeny, miny. Ariet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a line up now because Jesus Christ, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I have three characters on this. I would have four, but she's kind of in the story right now. But Allie, Abe, and Chloe definitely need a story. Oh. A story of their own. I guess Allie kind of has. I mean, she's supporting Chanel. I would. I would have added Chanel in the in here. But oh, I, I, mm. I guess she kind of has a story of her own. Does she? That's why I say I guess it's more <laughs> about Paulina, but I don't know. I get that's why I say I guess. Um, <clears throat> right now Allie's just there. If they give her her something more, maybe. Because this is not it. And Abe, I love him. I've loved him for decades. And they they keep doing this to him where whenever he's paired up with someone or not even not even paired up with someone, they don't respect him enough to give him a story of her own of his own. I love Abe. I love Abe with Paulina, but this is Abe and you're not giving him a story. He's basically just Paulina's husband. And that's not fair. And they the show never learns and it's frustrating to see they keep doing this and lastly with chloe she's a non-factor in her supposed to be her own story and like i've said it many times over the years her personality is gone but she she has no story she's sure she's with stefan right now but that's not her story either where's her story where is it <laughs> so like these three characters are just there right now without a story there's more but just at the top of my head these three popped out for me and they deserve an actual story dylan most in need of a story um this is probably gonna surprise y'all and yes i'm using his government name zachary atticus tinker as Sunny Corinth. <laughs> oh, you were using the actors. I thought we, we were going with char characters. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, listen. Okay. Sunny is a character with legacy and history, strong family ties, and meaningful friendships. And Zach makes him incredibly engaging. Yeah. Like, and he's I, only... I like watching him. I like watching him. 
And regardless of what they choose to do with the pairing, Sunny is a character that can and should exist independently of his husband and can and should be in story. Give him something substantial to do. And I know some of y'all are going to start yelling Leo because I said give him something to do. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I think I, listen, you're not wrong. I, I feel like eventually we are going to chop down that particular cherry tree, but yeah. regardless... I don't understand how him being CEO of Titan isn't a story when we've had useless Titan CEO stories for the last two years. I just, he should have a story. The character and the actor both deserve to have a story. The man was nearly murdered and (laughs) (laughs) wasn't about him. Nothing. (laughs) He was behind it, this. That is Michael's favorite go to reaction. Damn him for that. (laughs) (laughs) Give him something to do. Give him something to do. Come on. Agreed. Oh, I love that picture so much. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Nicholas, most need of a store. Um, Abe Carver. Ari had said it already. Yeah. 40 plus year vet. Ain't got shit to show for it, but he got some Emmys. I'm like, let me hush. Um, But he's earned and deserves more. And the way they treated him in his anniversary year and after pissed me off. Um, And it's not new. It's just getting exhausting. Um, But Abe should be positioned as a patriarch. Just like all of his counterparts, everybody he showed up with or had stories throughout the years, (laughs) he deserves more than he gets, and I'm tired. Um, And Trip Dalton, he was on my list last year. If if you ain't going to write for him, get rid of his ass. I'm tired. I like well, he would have been here if he hadn't hollered at Sue's on funeral like that. I didn't. <laughs> he should have died. Oh, right? I fucking hated that. But oh, by the I way, was... Lucas is on contract, so they've got something planned for him, whether it's good or not. Well, oh. we've thought that before. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do that, Tony. I'm I not gonna, gonna do this dance breath. again. He should have died when the devil jumped into him, and he. Or... We're gonna eventually beat the hope out of Tony. And <laughs> no, you won't, because I'm nah. a stubborn bitch. <laughs> that's that's gonna be a sad day. Well, yeah, it's it Abe won't and happen, trip so me. don't worry. Yeah, I don't think Tony's ever gonna give up, but it's Abe and Trip for me. They need stories about them, right? Let's be you always you always have to <laughs> specify with this show. Peter Pan, most in need of a story. Hmm? Tony. I assume that's me. Yeah, Tony. In which case, one, <laughs> fuck you. And two. <laughs> and two, here's my actual choice. Sean Douglas Brady. He needs point of view, focus, and a story about him. He yep. is where Eric was yeah. in 2020. And we need them to fix the issues with Sean before Brandon Beamer walks out the door. Okay, he play Fly OG. on out of here, ain't you, Tony? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most in need of a story goes to my previous winner, Sean Douglas Brady and Ray Fernandez. Stand up. <laughs> I want. <laughs> Not well, okay. Rafe has had story. They ju- it just sucked. No, I want a story with him standing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rafe technically is standing up. Yeah. I hate 
I hate that I have to be the host of Charm School, but stand up. Stand up. Especially you, Rafe. You're a man of color. <laughs> stand up. Um, Dylan, most in need of a return. Okay. Um, oh, let me get ready. Oh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> let me get ready because I know, I know I'm. I'm finna have to fight for my life. I'm about to be in the trenches. Oh, God. Um, what to say? But well, that's the, the show. Oh, uh, with, with <laughs> definitely with Michael. Um, <laughs> but the character that I feel like isn't that needs to return the most is um. Well, I can't pick the one that I would want to pick because I don't think that they would be well written or taken care of. So my second choice <laughs> is uh. Samantha Jean and hear me out hear me out hear me out <laughs> what I don't want is another Hurricane Sammy situation where she blows into town and there's some big flashy thing there's chaos and then she exits as quickly as she came like that's not what I want I want them to bring her back and actually deal with the fallout from her last visit and some of her previous visits because they tend to leave a lot of stuff undone and unfinished yeah. when they just yeah when they just do Hurricane Sammy and like I want to see her and Belle actually have to deal with the fact that Belle slept with a man who can arguably be called the love of Sammy's life and I want them to have her and Belle deal with the fact that Sammy, Sammy unleashed Jan, Jan Thank you. on onto you know and and picked off that whole reign of terror i want to see her and ali talk about lucas and how they're dealing with the fact that he's in prison and they had all this faith and trust and that's what happened and her ears still on shaky ground right i i want to see her and her twin sit down and box it out yo because that custody trial, it's going to take a lot of talking on that one. Like, and Not even just the custody Xander. trial. Like, the whole, like, she was the reason that he found out that Nicole and Xander slept together. Like, they do the a way lot. He did. Yeah. Like, I, I want, and I, I want to see her and EJ come to a definitive end that leaves him a viable romantic partner for someone else without Sammy's shadow looming over the potential relationship like the storyline art like there's so much that they just leave unfinished when i think it's because they don't have a lot of time with her like ali needs to schedule it so that she can devote at least two or three months solidly to the show to delve into all of that and then I'm gonna get the Hallmark channel out of here before I die. (laughs) Apparently you're not because anybody watching it. (laughs) And you just gonna have to deal. Uh, But I'm gonna march on Washington. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure the Bidens watch Hallmark so I don't think that'll do you any good. Yeah that's their their demographic ain't it. I I just feel like there's so much that they don't actually get into with Sammy when she returns because it's always Hurricane Sammy's blowing in. Let's see what she does next. And like no, can we do that terrible sisterhood (laughs) of the traveling bear movie. (laughs) Which there's another round of stuff that that actually happens when she's here. 
Wait, wait hold on. I'm, I'm sorry, Dylan. There's another round. They yes. all got married. What do you mean? <laughs> I I the movies that w- you watch them? <laughs> My no, I don't. made me watch it. <laughs> I don't watch it, but I know that she's doing post production because the new round of movies is coming out in January. What did they divorce? <sighs> <laughs> she says she's in her Hallmark bag. It is what it is. Also, in Allison Sweeney's defense, the show doesn't write the things Dylan's asking for often. So regardless of her schedule, when you have her, you need to use her wisely. We don't need Hurricane yeah. Sammy constantly. Use and her 2023 the- would be a good year to do all of this because it is her anniversary year. 30th I'm anniversary. Saying. I'm saying. It would be time for character-driven, grounded human drama with Sammy. We don't need her just showing up and wreaking havoc and leaving. Good pick, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah, that's 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 my thing. And then, too, also in, like, Allie's defense, I I liken this to when companies hire seasonal help. (gasps) If you know that... No, no, here we go. Follow the analogy. <laughs> I get what you're saying. It's when, you, <laughs> when you hire someone for like winter holiday season, you know that you have this employee from say November to February. That's it. That's all. That is the contracted allotted amount of time that you're going to have them. It is on you as a business owner to make sure that you are using your contracted employees the most efficiently and effectively during their contracted period. When Allison Sweeney shows up to Days of Our Lives, they know exactly when she's starting and exactly when she's ending. Work it out. That's (sighs) y'all's job. Damn, we got half a show to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Carver Grant plan, they, it's glaring with that they're not here, especially for me. Um, Theo needs to be home. Mm, Lonnie, they need to be home. Will it happen? No. Will it be well written? No. I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm traumatized. what I need for me to care about this show again. Because <laughs> right now it's hard. But I, they need to be home. And they're not. Last time he came home, I was in the bed full of tears yelling, Tierra. I, I can't do that right now. <laughs> you put yourself in that situation. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Brandon, yeah, Theo, did. Lonnie, Eli, Shit, hell, even, even the older <laughs> Carvers, Jonah, Wendy, uh, Benjamin, Benjamin, Karen, who we never met, like Lark Voorhees needs a check. I I said Bumper Robinson, Lark Voorhees, run that promo all through every black network you can find, and people will watch. I guarantee. Say, no, I'll even Wendy. accept Jet Carver back. He was I the mean, most. Yeah. He, he was the most decent part of Touch and the Sky. Only like is acceptable now, he can. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like bring. Install the Carvers in Salem again because right now they're non-existent and that hurts my feelings. And if you got to get a new writer to do that, do it. That's my pick. That's a good one. (laughs) Who's going next, Michael? Me or Aria? Tony. All right, my most in need of a return, and Michael, you're not going to like this one, but oh well. 
Philip Kyriakis with the on-screen oh. death of Vi- with the on-screen death of Victor and the looming threat of what happened to him. There needs to be a return, even if it's br- a brief one, to give us closure. I'll accept a brief one. Like at and this no point, to John Paul Lavoisier for the people mm-hmm. suggesting it. No, no, God, I, no. First of all, because of the victor of it all, I, I would need J. Kenneth Johnson back for the flashbacks. Because I wouldn't mind John Paul because I know they wouldn't keep him long. No. No, because in my mind, we're bringing Philip back for Victor's tribute and then also resolving everything else while he's here. So for that, for the Victor stuff alone, it needs to be J. Kenneth Johnson, because that's the Philip that has the most flashbacks with Victor. And that is my most in need of a return. Well, I have a tie for my. Wait, Arya didn't go. Oh, shh. She threw the order off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Most um, in need of a return. I, I said chaotic, then. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to have a whole damn list. <laughs> no, but I was going to say three characters. And since I've already mentioned Eli and Lonnie previously, I'm going with what Tony said Philip Kyriakis. He does need to return. For those two reasons, we need to wrap that shitty story up. And we also do need J. Kenneth Johnson for the tribute. I will not accept anyone else, even if it was terrible last year and he was. You can admit that now? I guess. (laughs) (laughs) What am I supposed to do? (laughs) Anyway, even if all of that happened, we still need Philip. And Jay as Philip. I would not have John Paul Lavos here or whatever his last name is as Philip. No. No, not no, no, but no. hell no. I'm Absolutely not even a Philip fan, but that. hell no. So they do they do need to fix all that and then also bring him back for the tribute. I said this a, a couple of weeks ago on the main show. So I stand firm on this opinion that he needs to return. Well, my most in need of return is a tie, and it is Sydney Demera first. Ooh, that's a good I, one. I don't know Excellent why choice. I her return since I haven't seen her, but the fact that everyone in that family kind of avoids talking about her, and when they do talk about her, it's like, you can't say that name aloud. It's like saying Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to see why they're so scared of her. I feel like her and Allie have a very tumultuous relationship because, you know, Sammy talked about Allie's daddy like he was a saint. Meanwhile, Allie's daddy got left. It, it, it's a lot of emotions there that I feel like they can use. And my second one is Lonnie Price Grant. I feel oh. like that that would please me a lot if she returns. Um, Two tears on my face and you ain't never seen me cry. Lonnie <laughs> Price Grant. <laughs> I, I would like to see a hard in prison line. If you can recast Remy Ma for, I'm all for that. Sir! No! Why are you the way you are? Are you going to ever come down to earth when it comes to your recast ideas, sir? No. Ain't nothing wrong with Method Athens. She knows prison <laughs> systems. Oh, God. <laughs> but those are my most in need of a return. Most in need of a home going. Are you yet? 
I've reached the point where I'm just skipping her scenes altogether. And she has just worked up my nerve. I just, I just cannot stand her anymore. I Get out of my face, Kristen Namera. I am tired. This whole... Not Chrissy. Yeah, she can die. I, I, well, I don't care. Like, this is not endearing. This is not entertaining. She she doesn't even look pathetic. I'm just over it. She does look pathetic, but... <laughs> I want someone to kill her once and for all. <laughs> she, No. We've done this with Kristen many times. Like, this whole merry-go-round with her and Brady. It's never ending until she dies. So you're saying death is the only option? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And at this point, she's I a Demera, so that's good. Chad Mabigail, so I, I feel it. And we know on days death is temporary, so it'll only be a temporary reprieve. We get rid of Rolf, it won't be temporary. At least they to listen to. We were bringing people back from the dead before we knew Rolf was a thing. So I no. know, Tony. Let's hush, stop. Hush. <laughs> like Tony, least- now nah, we gonna nah, uh, you gonna have to back that truck up because. It's literally canon dialogue. Abigail flatlined and Chad was like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Give me my cell phone. Let's just call Dr. Rolf. Yeah, no, that's true. But like they have jumped the shark. Just kidding. Let me get Rolf on the line. (laughs) They listened to me when I said, get rid of Susan. Whether it's temporary (laughs) or not, they she's gone. (laughs) Just take out Kristen the mayor as well. Like nothing's stopping you. He's not fun. She isn't. Die, Kristen, die. That's all. That's <laughs> Dylan, most need a home going. Okay, uh, before I say this, I need you to remember we're family. Oh, no. Which one of us was that aimed at? Michael. Let me just grab oh, my Walker. I need you to remember we are family. Please, not Nicole Walker break. I am ready for my good sis Nicole to head on up to the Oh, not my girl. Like I the, she, had, she had this, a bad season. Bruh, this past year has been draining and the truth is I'm tired. Take me to the kids. <laughs> Honestly, truly. Like I, I've been through many a season of housewives where my fave has taken the L for the season. I'll have to accept this. Only for Dylan, because Dylan is like my murder. Only for Dylan. The rest of y'all, watch your mouths. And the thing is, it's just they put so little care into Nicole yeah. in some of these stories that they told. And it really feels like if she disappeared today, her the impact of her disappearance would be minimal, and it shouldn't be that way. Because it's like, if you didn't have history with her, you really wouldn't know how close her and Abe are supposed to be because they're rarely in scenes together. You rarely, we rarely get mentions of Brandon. And when we do, it's Carver related and not really connected to Nicole. Maggie is her baby's grandmother. And if they like perfect, like there's no interaction there. Her and Chloe have a friendship, but Belle can be slid right on in there as Chloe's sounding board, and we'll keep right on rolling. Brady is related to half the people in Salem. He can throw a rock and find somebody to talk to. 
And so it's like they have just had Donna her. Donna Marlena will take Holly and bounce. Uh, this is what you see. Like that she got the best. She's been in so she done worn clown shoes so heavy this year. The baby is technically homeless right now. Yeah. Because yeah. of her bad decision. And it's like she's forever weeping or or putting on her bozo gear. And I'm just I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I just Rolf will bring her back. Just rest her for a little bit. I'm I mean she I'm, already did that. Remember the fire? But that was that was did she actually die in the fire? No. No, she didn't. Kristen kid- got Kristen, burned. Kristen kidnapped her, and that was and that fire really? was about because Eric was out the Halloween. Oh, yeah. But- <laughs> so you're talking about the Memphis fire. I'm talking about the Holly fire. Okay, never mind. I'm with you now. Yeah. But no, I don't think she ever actually died. They just thought she did. Yeah. I'm that's so my point. tired, y'all. I'm just so tired. I can't I can't do it no more. I can't do it no more. I just can't. Nick, most in need of a home going. I have a tie. Kristen Blake DeMera, for everything Ariette said, I ain't got to explain it. The bitch need to go. The other choice. They're a duo because they're a pairing. Mm. And I don't need them to die individually as characters. I need the pairing to die. And that's Ooh. Eric Cole. I am tired. Eric Brady has been back on my Honestly. screen since <laughs> November 2012. And it has been nothing but nonstop ridiculous shit for them. I don't care anymore. Nicole is still insecure and pathetic. Eric is a selfish loser. And I don't want no parts of them as a unit. Move them on or get them off my screen altogether. I mean, good choice. I see it. God will get you for work. Tony, God will get them so I don't have to deal with it no more. Tony. Don't worry. You won't be throwing tomatoes at me till later. Uh, my most in need of a homegoing is Gwen. They have tried to make Fetch happen for two years. It hasn't given up and killed the bitch. I'm done. Wow. Straight <laughs> to the point. Okay. So for my most in need of the homegoing, it is all the villains who stepped out of the prison during the storyline where the governor gave them all pardons. <laughs> so Gwen, Kristen, uh, Orpheus, Evan. <laughs> Wait, am I missing anybody? I think Evan is dead. Is it Evan serial killer? Isn't Evan alive? No, I think he just left, didn't he? Yeah, he left. Jan just knocked him into no, the water. No, no. Jan, Jan, Jan karate chopped him into the water, took off with the baby, and ran nobody knows that he's missing <laughs> that's ri- that's ridiculous <laughs> no. you- the Orpheus does not know his son is missing or Orpheus hasn't reacted to the fact that his son is missing Listen, that man <laughs> he's happy now okay didn't he get out and leave he, he, his, he, he left his, he was he planning to leave he was planning no no he didn't that's what you're listen, listen to what I am saying <laughs> his intention was to leave they were literally on their way out of Salem out pops Jan. She drop kicks his ass into the water, takes the baby, and runs. <laughs> well, all I know is when they walked out of that prison, like instead of Gotham villains, everybody should have been sitting by their doors like Malcolm X with their shotguns. Steve tried to tell him, but nobody listened. Right. <laughs> all it's I know. Record show. They need Tony to Pirate was wrong. Right. I'm checking the tag. 
Wow. Oh, well, the tag is wrong. I saw the scene. No, no, I no, remember no, the no, scene. No, no, no. I'm saying you're not wrong. Oh, I thought you said I was wrong. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I'm saying you're not wrong because the tag is saying oh, like, we have, he was thrown into the water in and we haven't seen him since. And this nope. was in September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's dead. He's probably dead. He might as well. He be. ain't dead. He climbed all out of that dock feeling all like a fool. <laughs> all that to say, put him in a coffin. <laughs> Most in need of a trip to Shady Pines, Ariette. Like, she is my girl, but mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> these last few weeks. Oh, I know who you're picking. Has proven that she belongs in there. And a, another person as well. She, they can be like Ava Vitali. She's going around talking with her dead son. And her dead son is being like the devil on her short, shoulder, whispering things for her to do. And like, I'm like, ma'am, you're just not evil. You you have lost your damn mind. You need to go to Shady Pines. And also, like, that's a way for her kind of to say, stay on the show. I don't know. But she needs to go over there because, ma'am, you are not okay. And please go because I don't want to see Charlie anymore. Please. So <laughs> go over there. Amen to that. Good check Lord. yourself in. It's okay. I get it. Just just go. Dylan, most in need of a trip to Shady Pines. Yeah, I'm going to have to co-sign Ariette. Like, I, I don't have much to say, but like, Little Miss, I see dead people needs a nice new white jacket. I see dead children. She's only seeing her dead son. State spa. Mm -hmm. Listen, the cheese is all the way off the cracker. It, it, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone, bruh. It's gone. A rat ate it. She can bring (laughs) Bonnie with her as well. I think Bonnie just needs a couple, two, three good therapy sessions. Ava. Mm, Ava needs a room. At this point, this is what Ava's third breakdown. Uh, she definitely needs a long term stay. Yeah. Nicholas, most in need of a trip to Shady Pines. I agree about Ava, but two people picked her already. I'm going to say Kristen because if you thought it was a good idea to dress up as your brother's dead mother, oh my God, I comfort about him, that. you are batshit crazy. Brady should have put her over his fucking knee. Girl, have you lost your mind? You want to haunt her like her mammy should be. Of all the relatives you have <laughs> to piss off, you want to piss off EJ? The most unstable when he's angry? Exactly. Like <laughs> He just chased Ava all around town like the Tasmanian damn devil. Why? <laughs> do you think, why do you think it would be a good idea to dress up as his dead mama that he's grieving to go comfort him? Sit down somewhere, stupid. Go to Shady Pines. Relax. Maybe they can find you some self-esteem and therapy. Oh. I'm over this. Kristen. Somebody who didn't know the category. You you came out. I said I was gonna use context clues to figure it out. Well you you aced you aced the test, sir. Tony Ann, most of me of a trip shady pines. Okay, one, you using my full name is weird. <laughs> two nine two is so odd. <laughs> this is an award show. I don't have a full lady. Well, name, that's all. Uh, that is your name. <laughs> I know it is my name, but he's never used it, so it's weird. But my choice is Dr. Marlena Evans. She's been kidnapped 5,000 times and possessed by the devil. 
therapy is much needed. True. Therapy, and, but not shady pines. Uh, no, honestly, uh, listen, that point, might be the uh, only way I get this can get some rest. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. They had no yeah. piece of the house. Brady done brought that crazy bitch up in there, <laughs> running around creating chaos. That badass little girl. She need a belt so fucking bad for Christmas. Oh my god! Like, Not to mention, her children are always in chaos. Like there's, she never, she never knows peace. She needs a sabbatical. I, I well, see vision, Tony. I see vision. Well, my most in need of a trip to Shady Pines is Ava Vitale. <sighs> Shady Pines, mom. I, I need her gone. I need her gone. I need her in the Do dragon. we call this the Ava Vitale Award next year? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, when she Tokyo drifted her ass off that cliff. <laughs> Tokyo drift. I can't. That's when I knew she had to go. But honestly, we had been seeing signs for months at that point. That eight, when, when the dead son came back from hell and she was the only one who saw him. <laughs> Shady Pines. That was the only answer at that point. Honestly, if we sister, take it back to when Jake died and we saw dead Jake. Mm, I told y'all little miss I see dead people. <laughs> my good sister is bipolar with psychotic features. Get her on a regimen because this is not it. Nick, here's I actually category. think it's the regimen that her father had her on that fucked up her brain. Well, it's fucked, dear. It's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is your brain on drugs, Hannah. <laughs> Um, Nick, your category most in need of ass beating. Oh, are yet? Ooh, I said ass whooping, but okay. <laughs> I felt like the white. I need <laughs> EJ to channel what he was doing last year and beat the fuck out of Xander Kiriakis. Because, sir, you have it coming mm, big time. If not, if not EJ, then sure, Justin can meet him up. Anyone, just just pick anyone. Justin gonna drop a house on his ass. Brady Ben should have beat him up for the whole race. I cannot wait. Shit. Whoever does it, I applaud you. Sandra Cook, get up here because you need a ass whooping. I don't care who does it. You just <laughs> you have there had we go. <laughs> You have had the clown. He has, (laughs) he has had the clown outfit on for a while, and I cannot wait. Literally, I cannot wait to see him beat up. And I, and I hope it's coming because we kind of saw it in promo. I don't know if Bonnie's gonna beat him up, but hey, someone needs to do it. I'm waiting for it. Just do it. Get him good. (laughs) Get him again. (laughs) Right. Get him for me. Dylan, most in need of an ass weapon. I had a tie and I could not choose between them. And then I remembered that they have beef. So this works out great for me. They can meet each other on the grass. <laughs> it's Kristen and Nicole. Welcome to Thunderdome. Get out there and make it do what it do, ladies. <laughs> the both of y'all been goofy this year. like, And in Kristen's case, you've been goofy for decades. Literal decades. Like the father of your child was a literal toddler when you started this shit. Nasty bitch. (laughs) You've been causing chaos since they found sperm on the dress. Like this is like the both just 
me. OJ was but... a respected person when you started. Right? <laughs> Come on. I'm still wearing no. isotoners. Uh, uh, OJ was already acquitted by the time she had slid off the cracker. The kids on Beverly Hills were still on the air. Come on. Ugh. I can't. I, yeah, they just take it to the take it to the yard. Maybe y'all can beat some sense into each other. Because again, the truth is I'm tired. Y'all call Ronald and Bozo and get in the car. Cause <laughs> y'all doing too y'all have done the most about the least. The least. I'm just the. I'm tired of the both of you. Nicholas, most need a bias weapon. Nicole Stella Walker. Oh, he ain't talking about my Nicole because my Nicole's middle name is Andale. Anyway, her name is Stella. <laughs> but and that's fitting because sometimes she needed her ass beat on that show too. But Nicole should have got popped in the mouth. On multiple Several occasions, times. the black and the Latino side of Jada should have came out and whooped her ass. Um, it's it's she's got she's gotten away with too much. Somebody need to punch her in her fucking face, and I'm tired of nobody doing it. Tony and mostly need of an ass whooping. Well, me and Nick, we see each other because I took it in the direction of the two people that need to throw down because words aren't enough. And that is Jada and Nicole. Nicole needs her ass beat for what she did. And to be honest, she's had it coming since the moment she stepped in front of Jada, the moment that they met. Jada Ben should have punched her in the face long before the conversation that led to the abortion. And then that happened. And she absolutely should have been pummeled within an inch of her life. Well, my most need them to ask women is everyone who said Nicole Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can't help it that that bitch is a habitual line stepper. But for real, for sometimes real, you gotta knock them back across the line. All of y'all get the dishes, but my real choice, <laughs> um, Chloe and Kristen, and I'm shaking just talking about it. You well, want them fighting me. each other or just getting beat up? In Would general? they even I let Chloe fight? Tony, Tony, you've heard me say this before. I want them to go outside and beat the hell out of each other like two big old gorillas. Michael, <laughs> would they even let Chloe fight? They need to. Because when that old white bitch put her hand in Chloe's face, she should have knocked that bitch out the socket. I... <laughs> the letter opener. The letter opener. They so, did not even let her speak her mind last week. when it was... Chloe couldn't be me. Because I would have told her, bitch, if you're going to pull it out, you better fucking kill me, bitch. You better <laughs> fucking kill me. Because if you don't, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. I'm going to beat the hell out of you. <laughs> I- I'm shaking just talking about Chloe should have beat the shit out of that lady. And when all this is revealed, I still want Chloe to beat the shit out of her. Everybody should beat the shit out of her. Like facts. Chloe-, Chloe got more of a right to it. Because I don't care if I'm at work or not. You put your hand in my face. Listen, Chloe, you might as Chloe well got her job. You might She's as well Because I'm going to do my damn. I'm going to use one of them old school staples to try to cut your shit off. Don't put your fucking hand in my face, bitch. And that is my most need of an ass. Let me calm down. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm not cut out for soaps. I'll be in somebody's jail every damn business day. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have never said nothing of all. Are yet. Every time I want a ship to hook up, they keep playing me in my face like I'm some damn clown. Like a bitch. I don't like that. 
No, I don't like it at all. They it had bothers they, me too. They, <laughs> they had me wanting Ava and Johnny and Johnny and Gabby to hook up. Granted, oh, Johnny I told was. Y'all. I'm, I I'm know. I know where it was going, <laughs> but still, don't play in my face like that. I told y'all. They played me. <laughs> like, can't just characters have sex? Is that too hard? Like, and regret it later. Yes. Like, why can't character just hook up and mess around and have fun and there's no strings attached, no feelings, no ships? Just Do what Eric and Sloan are doing right now? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, what? what's the harm in that? Like, I wanted it with Johnny and Gabby, but with Johnny, it would have been really creepy because he was possessed by the devil. And no, it just, no, I did enjoy them, but I wouldn't have wanted that without Gabby, like, fully consenting, if that makes sense, because he was possessed. Yeah, well, it, it was it would be I mean, it would be creepy. Um, yeah, because Johnny wouldn't be in full control of his body. So, yeah. And, yeah. No. So, and then we had Ava and Johnny, which we thought, oh, that could be fun. And then they, <laughs> and then Johnny, I don't know, whatever happened with him, it just threw me and they didn't, way off. And they didn't even fuck, and that's the thing. Like, they didn't yeah. even get to the point where... At least it would have made sense. Like if he'd gotten a taste, then him going, you know, crazy for it would have made complete sense. But doing all of that. Nothing. So I'm not gonna wish for character to hook up. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna keep quiet and just let it let it play out. Whatever happens, happens. Dylan, I shouldn't have said nothing. Oh boy. <sighs> Okay, I'm going to take this L. But just like Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls, I'm breaking pieces off and passing it along to everybody who needs to share it with me. <laughs> because because every single one of us in the viewing audience who saw those office scenes between EJ and Bell and said, oh, they have chemistry. <laughs> Because I still go for them. I like beauty. And and we were like, you know what? For a messy little affair. Yeah, y'all see what we got? Do y'all see what we got? Do you see what we spoke into existence? It was terrible. I'll take the molds and fishes you handing out. I'll accept my ear because I like (laughs) them. I'm sitting at the table with Bozo, Pennywise, and Ronald. We just we clowns, y'all. What are we eating? eating? (laughs) I love green eggs and ham. (laughs) Honestly, fillet of fish for everybody. Like we just we should not have said extra tartar sauce. Just should not have said nothing. Not down the tartar sauce. Put that mac sauce on it, baby. Because I know in my soul that they they weren't thinking of going there till we spoke it into existence. Go back there. (laughs) No, no. Please, God, no. They don't ruined it. They ruined not, it. it. They literally ruined it because EJ left Bell and went chasing after Sammy, and he didn't even blink an eye. And you and want I that? Need Bell yelling, "He's my destiny for the next thirty years." Mm. No, God, no, no, absolutely not. Good lord, you <laughs> have too damn over that clown shit. Now you watch your mouth. That was a that was below the belt, and you know it. That was below. <laughs> the belt. No, she is. <laughs> 
No, I took a personal shot on that one. That was below the belt. Listen, you may be watching her conception, but her conception happened 30 years ago. Plus years ago. She's 40. Well, no. I'm not factoring in sore ass when I say that. No, I'm just saying you're saying she's too old for it. What the hell is Brooke? (laughs) Too old for it. (laughs) Brooke is postmenopausal. Her goofy ass should have found a couple brain cells by now. Like we we just gonna call a thing a thing. The location change ain't gonna change what I said. <laughs> we just gonna call a thing a thing. I like my bitches a little goofy. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, that's that's some shit you do in your twenties when when he fine and you don't know no better, so you let him ruin your life and your credit. <laughs> but by the time you have grandchildren, we can't be behaving like this. We just can't. My Bro. daughter can drink alcohol. Let's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> I shouldn't have never said anything. I shouldn't have put this in the atmosphere. <laughs> Tony. All right. Well, for me, it is Jan should be Shell's Stefano. I enjoyed how Sean <laughs> <laughs> What we tell y'all. <laughs> I, I enjoyed how how Sean and Bell were a united front against Jan in 2020 and 2021. 2022 ruined that. And after I after one more return to give Sean proper closure, I never need to see her again. I'm so sorry, Tony. Tony be trying her damn. You glutton for a punishment because you asked me. trying her damn, and we throw soup cans every time. And the show proves us why we threw the soup cans. I just, I'm sorry, Tony. Nick, I shouldn't have never said anything about. This is the, probably the only thing I remember wanting and getting and hating it once I got it. Leeshin being used more. <laughs> I like him and Gabby, but they promptly threw his ass up under the bus for no reason. It was no... And Dylan, you warned me multiple times that they were going to do it. I'm like, maybe they won't. <laughs> I tried to be optimistic. And I was wrong because they threw him under the bus and I don't think they're interested in redeeming him for this, for his sake. I think they're doing it to make us care about Wendy. So yeah, Lee Shin, uh, he, he should have just remained a Demira Enterprises Day player and that's it. Technically, well, what he still is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm... you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You didn't have to say it. <laughs> Y'all know that is my brand. Um, my, I shouldn't have never said anything. Lord, Lord have mercy. Every time I ask for a return, I get shitted on. Every single time I walk through the door for days. I walk into the yard and there's some dog shit for me <laughs> right there on my shoe. Eric's return has been the most chaotic, unsatisfying thing I have watched as an Eric Cole's dad. Um, this probably, see, this is what happens when you try to uplift the pastor. They shit on you on the back end every single time. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my, I shouldn't have never said anything of all. Okay. Best couple, Ariette. Best couple for me. It's it's an obvious one. Eli and Lonnie. 
we didn't get to see them a lot this year. And obviously, we haven't seen them for six months. And Dylan, don't say anything. <laughs> Stop. I know you're, you're going to say it something. <laughs> no, but their love for each other is just, oh, it's so beautiful. There's so much to say. I wanna, don't want to drag on forever. But there's been a few moments this year that just, oh, it really stood out. That week when Eli got shot. Actually, that day, Eli, Eli woke up again. When, in the beginning of the episode, Lonnie said um, that she felt like if she stayed with him, she talked with him. Like, he can hear her. And I think she said something like he might wake up or, like, she has to be there for him to wake up. Something like that. And lo and behold, he woke up. And it just showed without, like, overdoing everything, it showed how strong their connection, how strong their love is. And that seemed to me, it just showed how wonderful as a couple they are and they would do anything for each other. And I just love them, you guys. So they're my best couple. I wish we got to see them return and Lonnie Fleet. But once again, they get this award from me. Dylan, best couple. Um, For me, the best couple this year was Jarlena. Like they were literally everything that you could ask for in a soap couple. And they were just, it was nice to watch. Like, I i knew when they were together, that they were going to be together. And I wasn't about to get any goofy shit. <laughs> so, like, that was nice. Carolina. Some, some spy business. You know, they did. They're Carolina. We got, we got family feels. We got some supernatural things going on we got some spy business we got we we had the big bad villain coming back we had like they gave us soap and they did it the way that they always do it and i just i love i loved watching them this year i may not have always been happy with the story surrounding them but the two of them were always just like a happy place to watch so they're my best friends Nick, best couple. Bear with me. Uh-oh. Oh no! Oh, Ooh, but you, I'm, it's a long road, but it's not gonna be long. But you'll like it when I get there. I was originally gonna say none of them because <laughs> <laughs> it could have been Ilani, but he was in a coma for six months. <laughs> Two months. <laughs> it felt long as hell. Um, <laughs> could have been Charlie. Season was six months. <laughs> but hey, he was ruling all American. It, okay. It could have been Charlie, but you don't write shit for him. It could have been Broy, but enter Kristen. It could have been Zara, but you trashed him. And after all was said and done, the only motherfuckers I had left were Kate and Roman. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. I knew I, they, a dude they named were, Roman used to rub up on me. Come on now. They were a pleasant surprise. And I really like them. And it she is me. a mother. She is a matriarch. <laughs> and she's acting her age, finally. It caught me off guard. And they, they Roman feels like an actual character instead of a talk to or like a random day player. Because he's Roman fucking Brady. And they've positioned them to be the patriarch and matriarch of their family unit well. 
so well that I want to see more of their kids show up. Yeah, I may not like all of their kids, <laughs> but I want you to see. Me. <laughs> well, we're getting we're getting Rex again soon. You lost me. I mean, he's. I want to see all of them. We ain't seeing Carrie no time soon, but I would like to see them That's all the one together. I want to see shit. I, I want to see her too, but like it's Roman and Kate, and they snuck up on me. They had a I lot told of y'all. My ship rolls. It took a year. <laughs> and my ship rolls. I finally won something on this show. Well, yeah, it's Kate and Roman. My face got married this year. <laughs> Kate said, put it on a make on on a marry. <laughs> um, who's next? Best couple, Tony. My best couple, Dylan and I, are sharing the same vision. It is John and Marlena. They felt like home this year. Uh, Days had a few rocky spots this year, more than a few, but the best parts of Days oh. all year involved John and Marlena. Like whenever they're on screen, you are at least guaranteed to have some good content coming your way. And it just felt like home. It felt like comfort. And it was just a really good part of the year for me. Well, my best couple goes to Brady and Chloe. I have enjoyed Brady and Chloe. Um, They gave me angst this year. They gave me good times this year. They gave me whining and dining and romance. And Brady gave her a pearl necklace and then proceeded to give her another one. Um, <laughs> ew. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they're not together, I'm rooting for them. I'm really waiting for Brady to just tell it all so they can get back together. I love their family unit. They're the family unit that out of all the Brady kids, Marlena's kids and, you know, John's kids, that coupling really personifies the love that John and Marlena had of, you know, I have my kid, you have yours, but we're going to make this work. And I, and I love your kid equally, even though Chloe has every right to say, send that little bitch to boarding school. But, <laughs> but they are my best coupling. Down with Kristen, up with Broy. Worst couple, Ariette. Worst couple for me would have. I had a list actually. <laughs> no, you do not. I had. I said I had, but I narrowed it down. <laughs> I will mention all of them in my honorable mentions. But the worst couple for me, I'm sorry. Who 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 in here ships them? Okay, I think Dylan does. I'm sorry, but Xander and Sarah. I shipped them too, but I'm on sabbatical right now. <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> she's not even my girl I like I said I wanted her to go but the way he's playing in her face he he's he's gaslighting her making her believe that he's telling the truth and then he is going to Gwen for help and she's gonna look like a fool for trusting him I want to know why she should stay with him right now like at this point she needs to serve him divorce papers. When, or not at this point, but when she finds out, she needs to serve him divorce papers because mm -mm, th this is... I put him in the mail for this ain't us, Stella. Like I've said before, they're not compatible. It's There's nothing for me to like. I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to see here because he's straight up trash. And yeah, sure, I wanted him to be a villain, but look what he's doing to Sarah in the process. He's making her look 
like a fool for trusting him, for loving him, and for marrying him. So I, I, Xander and Sarah gets this one for me. I would have said a few other couples, but hey. I'll one. make up for it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but then they get this one because they're still airing. So, Dylan, where's couple? Uh, Ariad and I touch and agree because <laughs> as much as I ship them, it's Xander and Sarah for me. Ooh, I'm and no, I'm I, see the thing is you can see logic and reason. Yes, um, I I, I can am, see I, it. I ignore it. <laughs> like, I never have, we know. I don't ever have a problem calling out my faves. Like True. I I I keep it one hundred at all times. And my thing is for me personally, like never ending angst and separation is not my brand of romance. And we have not yet had five minutes to breathe with the two of them since they've been reunited. Like literally they got married and two seconds later, it was mess. And even leading up to them getting married was mess. Her getting her memory back was was mess. Me- everything. We have because not had five minutes to breathe with the two of them. She got her memory back. She was a suspect in Abigail's murder. She gets off that. They can then she's dealing with the remnants of what Kristen did to her. They get that resolved. They get married, and this shit starts. And and the thing is, I have shipped couples who are the definition of breakup to makeup. Like hello. Jack and Carly from As the World Turns. That was my, that was my, that was not my ship. That was my yacht. Okay, <laughs> that was my luxury liner. I have been cussing <laughs> out Taylor Hayes since the age of five. <laughs> I get it. I, but I it's get like it. the thing is, there has to be some balance there. You have to actually give me periods of happiness and stability before you throw them back in a blender and Sarah and Xander have not had that there's always something looming to tear them apart there's always an issue there's always a problem mm-hmm. it's just it's emotionally exhausting and it's lazy writing because half of the stuff that they throw at them is ridiculous and I'm just I'm over it at the rest them and we'll try it again in a couple of years because y'all have just taken me through it. I'm sorry. Nick, worst couple? Eric and Nicole. Mute as Mike. He's not wrong. It, it was up it's there been non, It's been non-stop for a decade. At least Xander and Sarah are newer. It's been non-stop bullshit for a decade with them. She blew up. He was he got drunk and ran to Daniel's chest. She came back from the dead, but it was really Kristen in a mask. And now he talked, she talked his ex-girlfriend into getting an abortion because she's still insecure as if this man didn't leave Jada for her. Like, there's nothing, y'all like, there's nothing iconic about these two. They're pathetic, and I'm tired. I want better for the characters, and if I can get it where they don't have to be together, I'll take it. Because what you what they inspire, ain't it? 
it's terrible. It's like spam in a can. And they <laughs> they do, they deserve better because the actors are great, but they it's terrible. It's not good. He ain't never fried, he's spam. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and I didn't want to get to that place because I was never on the Ericole ship, but I understood they were the choice because they were popular and people have been waiting decades for them. But at some point, you got to let it go because it's nothing but pain and suffering and not in a good way. Mm-mm. It's bad. Okay, while well, we get you some NyQuil since you're so tired. <laughs> Tony, worst couple. <laughs> I'm shocked I'm the only one who picked this. Craig and Leo... Everything about this sucked. (laughs) Everything about this sucked giant donkey balls. We ruined a popular rare couple for a plot point and damaged everyone in the process. And for what? Because they aren't even together now. Were they? Okay, was that a couple? Okay. Because I feel like I'm I'm with Michael. Like, were they a couple or was that a stunt? They almost got married. That's a couple. Diddy and Carisha. They almost got married. So. It was a couple for as the five. Five... a couple as Diddy and Carisha. Anyway, <laughs> I have a tie for my worst coupling. The first one is Zara, but everyone dragged them to pure hell. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> um, I'll just talk about their potluck wedding that I did not enjoy. Um, They had a Christmas party as a wedding. Um, An office Christmas party, not a regular one. <laughs> um, <laughs> My second one goes to Alephany. They're cousins. I was like, oh, Alex Alex and Stephanie. Alephany. Listen, if you're going to use this, if you're going to use ship names, at least use the ones that our audience can recognize. Alephany. If you listen regularly, you'll recognize it. You're not here here regularly enough for them to have heard it from you. Hey, 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 it's in my contract. <laughs> Tony got him there. <laughs> it's in my contract, and they're anyway, not in the group chat, so they won't—they've never heard you say it. Anyway, it's Alephanim. They're cousins. They're cousins. Oh, who? Stalin, Alex, Stephanie, Alex. Alex, and Stephanie. What is your problem? Alephanim. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a fucking allergy medication. <laughs> but yes, Alephanim. They're cousins. Their cousins. What are we gonna do with you? <laughs> Their cousins. I'm gonna say it again because that's the only thing I have. Their cousins. Their cousins. Oh, it's the only he's, thing you need. And he's sexually harassed for like three months. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're not even gonna put that on the table because that's a lot to unpack. We have enough right here. Their cousins. <laughs> yes. His oh mother. God. His mother <laughs> is her father's sister. Their cousins. They were- they were bonding over their shared grandmother's stuffing muffins. And the then cousins. he proceeded. <laughs> it's not even a second cousin. It's not a third cousin. It's not a fourth twice removed. It's no outside <laughs> baby situation. They're cousins. I mean. No. Listen, well, no. it's hard. No, it's it's outside baby. However, they no, call the same no, woman grandma. No. Ste- <laughs> no, I'm just going to say Stephanie loves herself and relatives. <laughs> I, I mean, true. She went from uncle to cousin, you know. They're cousins, and that is my worst couple. The next category is a very special category to me. I'm going to take a moment but and explain they- the category. 
The category of worst squish name arose when I noticed there has been a sudden influx of terrible, terrible, terrible squish names. And as the first gentleman of soap this seven style, I want to be the first one to say it. When someone offers your coupling a ship name or a squish name, just say no. <laughs> worst squish name, Aria. This was a I hard hope y'all one. Me and my Nancy Reagan suit. This was a hard one because. At first, I didn't have a worse squish name. I guess this one goes to Rafe and Nicole. Uh, Racole. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Racole. Right? Yeah, it just sounds like... It, I was thinking rat, but I don't know. It just it d- doesn't sound endearing. Well, neither was the couple, so it worked, but your point is valid. So they get this one for hey. me. No, no. no you, not Nate. Not, not Nate. <laughs> you pick squish names that don't even exist. They gave so Nate. Sit, sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, they get oh this one. That, that sounds like bootleg Nair. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Getting that at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Dylan, worst squish name. Um, this is a relatively new one, but I have seen it a couple of times and I've actually seen it in multiple places. And listen, those of y'all out here in these soap opera streets calling Sloan and Eric Slarek. What? No. Y'all need Jesus. That sounds like slutty Eric. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. Okay. <laughs> what happened to Aaron? Y'all need Jesus. Aaron. We're not doing this. That's terrible too, to be honest. I, I, well, they could have said slow bread. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't with y'all. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're I not. didn't realize there was this many. I didn't know. We're not um, doing this. Thank. Um. <laughs> Wait, what? Nick, worst squish name. Glee. <laughs> what? That was really the only. Oh. And that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> I was like, who the hell is that? Oh, God. Did they really call him? It's the fact that I came up with that one. And yes. everybody took it off and ran. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, just like the Reagans, they said just say no and was putting them mind. They'll get us canceled. I won't say they, that. They can put their last names together if they go. You know why I'm going, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeding the masses too. Look at me. Oh God, so, I have tears. <laughs> um, Tony, worst squish name. My worst squish name is one that I can't even pronounce. It's Xander and Gwen, which I think is pronounced Zwen. I <laughs> it's terrible. Zwen. I thought it was Gander too, but they said that was Gabby and Xander. They never yeah, fucked. That is anyway. true. Yeah, so I would, I didn't understand why that was a thing, but yeah. Gander. They didn't fuck. <laughs> so that, that that's that yeah, that's terrible. It doesn't even sound like English. It sounds like a musical instrument brand, and no, thank you. I mean, I know Gwen is full of hot air, but no. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Well, I have a tie for my worst squish name. 
It better be the one you and just first, used. <laughs> and the first one is paid. That that was the one. That was the one that took me off that this stuff was going off the rails. Um, no, <laughs> it's not even just the simple fact that they're all pushing seventy. No, that that's terrible, terrible. And my second one is Johnny and Wendy squish name. I just got put onto this one last week. Winnie. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I didn't know that I think that's what inspired this particular topic. Winning. First uh-huh. off, Jendi was right there. <laughs> Jendi was right there. Who <laughs> 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 would? I cannot with y'all. Winnie, named after the bear. Winnie, the sign of horse mate. I'm thinking that too. <laughs> Winnie that from the, the Cosby Show. Horsemate. That is not pretty at all. And y'all thought y'all was gonna carry with that. And that is my stop that shit. I don't want y'all carrying it in 2023. Also, Lefany, whatever you said earlier. Lefany. Lefany. I don't know what he said. That's not their actual squish name. That's the squish name Michael gave them or, because he doesn't like Stalics. Oh. Okay, Stalix doesn't sound bad. Well, no, it's not that I didn't like Stalix. I'm not going to give two cousins a cute name. <laughs> you consider Stalix a cute name? It's decent. It's doable. It sounds like it comes with side effects. <laughs> well, and then there's Stephanie. Who's Stalix? Chad and Alex. Oh shit! I mean... Oh, Chad and Alex. <laughs> that, I'm sure it's somewhere. <laughs> no, I meant uh, what is there? Oh, are, were you thinking of Ch- of Chanel, Chanel Alley and, and, Alex. and 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 no, Alex? No, I'm thinking of Chad and Stephanie. No, it's not Stephanie. Shut it's up, Chef- Michael. I think it is Stephanie. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it is. No, I think it is. Or do they even it's have either one? Either Stephanie or Stay. Take your pick. Jesus did not die for this. <laughs> Sad. What the hell? I don't think I've seen... Hold on. I don't even think I've seen a, a, a tag I don't think I've them. seen one for them yet. Because I think everybody thinks that Alex is going to be where she stays, so I don't think they've given them a name yet. Even though it's clear that's not the case. <laughs> They're too heavy-handed. They're not subtle. We know she wanted Chad. Chad wants her, but he's not ready, so she's going to do Alex while she waits. Like it's... love the one you with. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alex is gonna go batshit crazy. Well, he's not Ben. He don't need to go crazy. He just needs I to mean... go ho. <laughs> go ho, like you were supposed to do when you got here. But anyway, back to this baggy. <laughs> Who? Baggy. Baggy. Victor oh, and Maggie. Victor yeah. and Maggie are magic. That's their squish name. Yeah. L- not Maggie. Okay. No, no it's magic. magic. What the hell? It's magic. You didn't even, and you didn't even know that that was their squish name until six months ago when I told you that was their squish name. If it's magic, right? <laughs> Y'all are ninety-five. Uh, Why? Well, I thought it was magic. Listen, so. fans didn't come up with that. I think Ken Corday did because the first time I saw it reference was in Soap Opera Digest. There's some Dooley. Come on, that's Doug and Julie. Well, no, they even consider themselves duly. They've been using it. So if Bill, if it if it's okay by Bill and because Susan y'all Hayes, won't it, stop. <laughs> if it's okay with Bill and Susan Hayes, it works for me. Y'all don't see me yelling about some damn ticksy around here. Anyways, best storyline of 2022. 
Ari yet? None. <laughs> that Chloe, wasn't an option. But that's how she feels. Really, honestly, none. But if I had to choose one, you do. Let me finish. Why? Damn. Why? I don't have. I don't want to choose one. Let her defer. No, but hear me out. I enjoyed moments and characters in the story. The story itself, especially towards the end, because of the optics, it got bad. But I enjoyed the potential of it, the characters, and moments in it. The storyline with TR Coates, because I really liked the whole. That was this year. Yeah. yeah. Yes. God damn. I, I, oh my god. <laughs> it was this year. Um, like he said, came I, in right before the Winter Olympics in February. He came in, actually. Yeah, it was. It was January twenty six. Yeah, around my birthday. But yeah, I really enjoyed the potential of like the story. They could they could have done way more and not ended it the way they did. But the moments in between here and there when it aired. I enjoyed it, especially the week of when Eli got shot. I think that as a whole has been the best week of, of days this year. Honestly, truly, because that was some drama. Even the promo they delivered. Oh, yeah, that promo gave me a heart attack, I remember. They delivered soap. Aside from this story and moments in here and there, like I enjoyed all of it, almost all of it, obviously, like I said before. There has been nothing, not a, not a single one story that I've actually. Nice. Shut <laughs> up, Michael. Not nice. Not a single one story that I've been truly invested in, and that's my best storyline of this year. Dylan, best storyline of twenty twenty two. Salem twenty twenty three. Wait, are you still doing that? It's inconsistent yes no. sometimes. Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. Depends yeah. on who's the script writer. When it's one or two. <laughs> um, I'm cheating because, like our good sis Cherie, who gonna check me, boo? Um, I'm going to say that the best storyline was the little adventure that we had on Beyond Salem. I was up that. <laughs> like, I enjoyed that the most out of anything that I watched this year that was days related and it reminded me of why I've rocked with this show for so long in the first place so that's that's what that is a whole nother show had the best storyline Nick best storyline 2022 <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a hard category <laughs> um I'm gonna I I I was gonna do Beyond Salem, but I'm gonna go with um the arrival of TR Coates. Um I remember how excited I was when he showed up. I remember how engaged I was when he showed up. Do you remember I, the disappointment? It took a while to get there. <laughs> but I didn't okay, I'm trying to be diplomatic. <laughs> I That's hate Barack you, Obama coming <laughs> But it I had was, to ask. You remember had, all that? It had so much potential, and it was going so well until the end. <laughs> That's usually how it goes on this show. They didn't have to kill him. They could have even let him fake his death. 
but yeah, it was it was great until it wasn't. So that was my best story. God, that was hard. It was about to be nothing. Tony, <laughs> best story. Well, if you're gonna check Dylan, you'll be checking me too, because my best story was Beyond Salem too. I said solid. I get it. <laughs> It was just basically everything about it was a classic days fans wet dream and it was perfect. I loved every second of it from the opening theme to getting to see Bo again to seeing hope and actually feeling like she was hope. Sierra actually getting to confront her mother about being MIA for two years was great. Even Steve Burton was enjoyable which is saying a lot because I wasn't expecting to enjoy him. I got to see a character on my screen. I have been begging to see on my screen since I was at least 13 years old in Andrew Donovan and the casting of him was perfect. And I am praying that we get him on the main show. Beyond Salem 2 was just everything that I wanted it to be and more. And I cannot wait to see where Bo's story picks up in 2023. I'm really excited for that. Well, my best storyline of 2022, it was a hard pick, but I picked the one that had me literally invested for a short period of time. It's like, I really had to see where this story was going. It's when Sarah guest starred on Gilligan's Island. No. Um, <laughs> no. Island chicken? Oh my god. <laughs> Not that I knew that. I knew that was going to be your pick. I knew it as soon as you said it. I was invested. I wanted to see how Sarah got off that island and got back to Xander. I wish she didn't now, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was very invested. It was Abigail going over there and kicking ass and taking names and said, I'm getting off this damn island if it's the last thing I do. It was even Chad did something once in 10 years and he came in and saved the day for once instead of ruining it. Um, <laughs> it was my best storyline. It went off the rails when she started acting like Renee and ugh, not Janet's ex-husband, the mayor. I, it, it was not nice then, but I enjoyed the story overall. Worst storyline of 2022, Aria. Um, so, oh lord, this isn't too long to list, but at the top of my head, Abby's death story is one of the it worst because it, first off, it was never about like chad grieving her family because we barely saw them we never saw them it was secondary to the storyline but also her death it ended up being pointless because she was not the intended victim he was after um bell and her hair remained intact oh my god shut up <laughs> you chose to believe that rumor even though we told you it was not going to happen so that it again just, is an l just, you gave yourself and i'm gonna die mad about it, it was <laughs> It was just terribly executed. Now, granted, I'm glad Clyde is gone because I wanted it to be Clyde and I was right. But they, the way they went about it and it ended up not being about Abby, like, and we never saw or we barely saw Chad grieve. And it, it, it was just a whole damn mess. So her death gets my worst storyline. There's more, but I have to pick one, obviously. Dylan, worst storyline in 2022. I've 
honestly did not know what to pick because <laughs> an embarrassment of riches <laughs> honestly because from the stuff that made me say bitch you better be joking like the whole Sarah as Renee and Duke the Bear Ooh, oh Jesus Christ I forgot about, about Duke the Bear to the <laughs> problematic like Lonnie's exit and mm -hmm. the whole lead up to this threesome that we had it to the way Abigail's murder mystery was botched so bad that Dr. DeBrow couldn't fix it. It's been You're missing one. It's been a whole lot of terrible shit this year so I don't know. Y'all just pick a story and, and <laughs> that's, that's what it was. I'll accept that. Nick um, worst story of 2022. There were I had a few in mind, um, but the one I chose was the most recent thing that pissed me the fuck off, and it was Jada's pregnancy mm. and Black termination, girl. and her termination being literal angst for Eric and Nicole. She did not exist in this story. She barely got any point of view. Y'all made it look like she can get an abortion at a drive-through like Wendy's, and you cannot. That would be so cool, but no. And you did it in this climate. It, it was irresponsible and dangerous. And y'all get away with doing irresponsible shit too often for my liking. Because I'm be real, I think Days gets away with a lot of shit because they're the quote unquote the least traditional soap, but they're still terrible soap. Oh. And there's no way around that for me. It's not good. That was offensive mm -hmm. for you to insert the black and brown character in to prop this white pairing that ain't worth none of it and then you don't even take the time to explore her point of view while she's making such a critical decision in her life and explore the challenges that she would face trying to even get at a fucking appointment or actually getting the appointment and going to it like y'all just y'all don't think y'all make decisions her abortion like was off screen I know. In the span of a day. I, Twelve hours. And y'all don't make y'all don't y'all make decisions, but you don't think about how these decisions would actually play out in real life. Because there's no way in hell. It and it really it really reflects who's in the writer's room. Because And the lack of women in the, that writer's room. How did it get past the writers? How did it get past the producers? How did it get past the executives? And this was that. going to air on NBC. Like this wasn't exactly. even a Peacock script. Exactly. NBC How did it. it get past the executives? Like if if people actually watched Days, y'all probably would have been in a lot more trouble. But nobody was watching that much, so you got away with it. Ooh, ooh! You told a shitty story in a vacuum and got away with it because no one's paying attention. There's a reason no one's paying attention, but no one's paying attention. Let's move on. Um. <laughs> Tony, I'm scared. Tony, <laughs> my worst, my worst storyline, um, is a fairly recent storyline, but it's Bonnie's kidnapping and the nightmare on Clown Street. You give this Bonnie, <laughs> it, you give Bonnie so much hell. You did this last year. Listen, it's not well, even her fault. Last the, year they deserved it. <laughs> listen, that buddy buck shit was terrible, and that I was and awful. I and I sit ten wheels down in that that <laughs> shit was terrible. Not ten wheels. <laughs> She knocked the wind out of me. 
But this year, the, the issue isn't even her. She's doing her damnedest to save it, but not even Judy Evans can save it. This is fucking terrible. And mainly it is terrible because of Xander Cook Kyriakis. It is freaking awful. I cannot do it. I, his justification for kidnapping her, him going to Gwen, the ugliest fucking clown mask I've ever seen in my entire life. Like all of this is just terrible on terrible on terrible. Please make it stop. I hate it. Well then, my worst storyline of 2022. Y'all, y'all know I'm a music lover. I love covers. I love samples. I love Tupac covers and samples. I did not enjoy Jan Got a Baby. Did not enjoy it. Did not like it. Did not understand it. It was not good. And that was my worst storyline of 2022. And all that, and it wasn't even Sean Douglas's baby. So I felt like I just spent the whole hour or more just to get the you are not the father. If I never see Janet Spears again, it would be a good day. It would be a good life. And that is my worst storyline of 2022. And now on to my favorite and the most prestigious award that we give tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement in Cleavage and Story. Ariette, who is your Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement in Cleavage and Story? Holy shit, that is a long ass. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get get back to me because I still haven't decided? All righty. Dylan, who is your Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement in Cleavage and Story? Okay, uh, no Sade to my girls because they put up a valiant, valiant fight this year. And my man has taken a lot of W, a lot of L's on this podcast episode, but he's about to take a W. This goes to Xander Cook. (laughs) Xander came for the crown this year and he's taking it. She just said, fuck the Ann story part. She just said, cleave it. (laughs) He's taking it. He has neither pot nor window, job nor prospect, morals nor values, but he looks like that. (laughs) And they let him look like that on several occasions. And that's quite pleasing to me. Okay, we're not on that. We're not on that. (laughs) We're not on that. And I honestly, I'm just saying, I understand why Sarah got the jelly legs and can't stand up. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I understand. I I think we got the jelly legs. (laughs) I'm still in that. I'm still in that, by the way. (laughs) He took the crown. He took it. I'm sorry. He did that. Spartacus Bay. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan needs a moment. Yeah, I mean, ooh, king of the hobosexuals. <laughs> he did that. Give yeah, Austin Reed a month for his money, huh? <laughs> he really is. Nicholas, the Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement in Cleavage and Story. Nigga, did you watch the show this year? <laughs> this was a recent development and a recent discovery. The story's hot garbage, but Stephanie Williams, I mean, Stephanie Johnson. I don't Who know why I said Stephanie Williams. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep saying Julie's names. <laughs> got stuck in my head. But Stephanie Johnson, her and Chad were doing, they were supposed to be having a moment, like a, a sweet moment. 
and all I could see was her titties. <laughs> I didn't have an issue with it, but she was when she had on a black dress, she was supposed to be going on a date with Alex, and she canceled because the shit went left for Paulina. He came over, they was talking, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that episode. I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but he should just put his head in her chest right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Stephanie Johnson. Y'all just completely avoided the answer. I tried to clean. <laughs> I did I, not. Don't worry. I understand. I tried And again, I say, did you watch this show this year? I did the best that I could do with what they gave. Me. No, it's the fact that Dylan scolded me for making it just about cleavage, and she turned around and made, and made it, just it just about cleavage. You see. As Mariah Carey would say, I'm going to do the best with what I got. Right? <laughs> do the best I can with what I got. Tony, they are playing the games, and I am not <laughs> having the games. Don't worry. I understood the assignment. My choice. Who, who is, hold on. Who is your Julie Olsen, Banning Anderson, Williams Award for Special Achievement and Cleavage and Story? Jesus. Gabby Hernandez Demera, because once Stefan came back from the dead, her cleavage did too, and she's been using it every single day to get <laughs> in his face. Come on. Come on. Come on. She has been flaunting it every chance that she gets. Both her northern cleavage and her southern cleavage, if you catch my drift. (laughs) And (laughs) Stefan has been looking despite himself. So Gabby gets it. Ariette, who is your Julie Olsen Band and Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement and Cleavage and Story? I guess... Uh, after thinking about it, and Tony reminded me of a scene um, not too long ago. Remember when Gabby had on that yellow number? And- <laughs> That's exactly the scene that gave her the award for me. Because I forgot about it. I was like, you know what? This is a hard one. Like, everyone has been looking great, but everyone has been having, like, a terrible, like... Everyone's titties, titties. Yeah, but also they've not really, because they've been, like, dressing them terribly. If that makes sense? Yes. So they haven't been been able to flaunt what they got. They've been terrible window dressing. I guess Gabby gets this one, especially for that number, like the yellow number she had on. I even made a bracket for this award because this is a very special award for me. My pick for the Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement in Cleavage, and it pains me not to give it to Allie Horton, but... This woman has gave story. This woman has gave scenes. This woman has gave looks. This woman has gave child support to the two fathers of her child. Gabby Hernandez is my choice for the Julie Olsen Banning Anderson Williams Award for Special Achievement and Cleavage. Because not only did she give me story this year, her man came back from the dead. And she put on her push-up bra. And that is my <laughs> That is my pick for the jewelry this year. We did it, you guys. The dishes is finally completed. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I love that guy. This um, shit was longer than the Emmys. But, <laughs> but yes. Um, Tony, wrap it up. <laughs> okay, apparently I'm wrapping it up. Does anybody have any honorable mentions they want to add before I Wrap this up. We mentioned enough. Let me see. Worst story. Um, that shit with Craig and Leo and Nancy. Yeah. 
that shit was hot garbage. And like I said, irresponsible. I have a couple here. <laughs> I have so I had so many. Like for instance, most in need of a return. I was gonna say, also say Eli and Lonnie, especially Lonnie. She needs to really be released from jail. And there's another worst couple. I had a few more. Brady and Nicole, uh, Brady and Chloe, Sierra and Ben, uh, Rafe and Nicole, and this trash ass storyline added them in there, but Eric and Nicole as well. And Eric, Nicole made the list twice. That's hilarious. <laughs> and isn't worst story. Yes. I have a few honorable mentions there. The whole quad story with Eric, Jada, um, Nicole, Rafe was just terrible. Um <laughs> What else? Jan Jan's pregnancy story. Honestly, everything. all this shit happened this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long ass year and terrible year. Apparently, I don't know how nice. we made it through, <laughs> but yeah, we did. Listen, I was hanging on by a fucking prayer. I'm praying for next year because whoo, I, I haven't was watched in a week, <laughs> and I feel better for it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't blame you. So, Tony, should we tell them? Yep, this is our season finale. So, Soap Dish Sale and Style will be going on a little bit of a hiatus. We will a be back. It's going to be a few months. But no, not a forget. few months. It'll be about a month and a half. We will be back uh-huh. in February. We will be I'm back in three. February. <laughs> in lieu of us not having a Soap Dish Sale and Style, stay tuned for. Soap dish port Charles style. I finally talked Tony into it. We're doing a spinoff, baby. But don't worry, soap dish Salem style isn't going anywhere. You will get a double dose of I us starting in February. <laughs> you said you lost that round. Yeah. <laughs> With the new host. I don't think the other <laughs> I don't think the other hosts know that. That's something me and Tony was talking about. With the new host, since Ariette will be in our producer role. We will see y'all in 2023. Bye, everybody. Bye. Happy Bye, New Year. Bye, y'all. Happy New Year. Y'all happy holidays. Happy spring break, everyone. Bye. Bye. Did you say spring break? March. We are coming back in February. That date has already been decided. I am not arguing about it anymore. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Let's wrap this. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Stop, Stop the recording. Stop the tape. <laughs>